0: Let's talk about three players to stash off the waiver wire. First on my list is Kelly Oubre. is recovering from a broken rib, and it didn't happen in a game. Believe it or not, he actually got struck by a car. He is fortunately doing well, and his return to the court should be right around the corner. Oubre is set to miss the seventh game tonight, but he was able to return to practice this week and do individual drills, so he should be in the lineup as soon as next week. In his absence, Nicholas Batuma has been starting, but once Oubre is healthy enough to get back on the court and gets his legs underneath him, he should reclaim his starting role and get close to 30 minutes a night. In the eight games that he did play before going down, he averaged around 29 minutes per game, 16.3 points per game, 5.1 rebounds per game, 1.4 steals per game, nearly half a block per game, and was making 1.8 three-pointers per game. And this is all while shooting at 50% from the field and nearly 38% from three. With the 76ers having to rely on Tyrese Maxey, who's really emerged, Joel Embiid, and Tobias Harris, they're in need of a fourth scoring option. And I think Ubre has the tools to be just that for this team especially without James Harden. is coming off of a career year in Charlotte where he averaged around 20 points per game, 5.2 rebounds per game. He also had 1.4 steals per game and nearly half a block. And he also knocked down 2.3 three-pointers per game, so he's plenty capable and should get back to producing as soon as he's healthy. I will mention the one caveat with Oubre is his shooting. He's known to go in and out of slumps for his career. He's a 44% shooter from the field and around a 33% shooter from three, so definitely bake that into your choice if you do decide to pick him up. At this point, though, if you're looking for a forward with some good upside, I think is a great person to consider. Next on my list, Bojan Bogdanovich. Bogdanovich is coming off of a right calf strain and he has not made his debut this year but he was recently cleared for full basketball contact and returned to practice this week and he's actually questionable for Friday's game. He's currently rostered in about 57% of leagues and he's coming off of a year where he had a career high in points per game with around 21.6 and assists per game with 2.6 and I think he has a good chance to produce but not at that level. Last year, he greatly benefited from the Pistons being really injured. They lost Cade Cunningham for the year. Isaiah Stewart went down. Jay Ivey was in and out of the lineup. Marvin Bagley was out. They traded Sadiq Bey. And a lot of those players are healthy now. And I think in general, with the Pistons having the third youngest roster in the league with an average age of 24.1, they're going to continue to move towards the youth. For his career, he's averaged around 15.6 points per game, 3.6 rebounds per game, 1.7 assists per game. And about 0.7 stocks per game so he's not going to give you too much on the defensive end but he does make around two three pointers per game and he shoots it pretty well from deep so if you do pick him up you definitely want to factor those things in he's a better add in point leagues in my opinion but he's still a good add in both the biggest hurdle for him is going to be finding playing time i think with the emergence of Asar thompson and all the younger players like i mentioned he's going to have a tough time producing at the same level he once did But he's still going to help you out if you're in need of a swingman who can play the two and the three. Last on my list is Jaden McDaniels. McDaniels has made the headlines this year more so for his suspension and his recent injury than he has his play but I do think he's gonna turn it around soon, and if he's available on your waiver wire, I would strongly consider picking him up. Unfortunately, he suffered a low-grade ankle sprain to his right ankle, and he's gonna miss the next two to three weeks, so he should be on the shelf for the next five to six games, but if you're in need of a small forward slash power forward, he's definitely someone to keep on your radar. As a full-time starter last year, he shot at 52% from the field, 40% from three, and 74% from the free throw line. And this is all while averaging one block per night and 0.9 steals per night. I think he'll get back to those averages sooner rather than later. I know that this year, even though the sample size is small, he hasn't been able to produce the way he was. He's averaging a career low, 23.6 minutes per game, 2.2 2.2 rebounds per game, about 0.4 blocks per game, and 0.5 steals per game. In his absence, I'm sure Cat, Rudy Gobert, Troy Brown, and Nikhil Alexander-Walker will probably pick up the slack but once he is healthy enough to return to the lineup, he should definitely reclaim his role as a starter. Minnesota just gave him a five-year extension for $136 million, so he's gonna be in this rotation, and I think it's just a matter of time, like I mentioned, before he's back to producing the way he was. So if you're looking for a swingman forward that's gonna produce good defensive stats, solid shooting percentages, and also chip in some threes, then McDaniels is definitely someone to give a look at. Those are some players to stash off the waiver wire. Thank you so much for watching. Please subscribe and let me know which players you think we should stash in the comments below.